You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first topic and guest of the week. This afternoon, we're chatting with Val Wong from the Hong Kong Paws Foundation. And we'll be chatting a little bit more about animal rescue and also pet adoption. Welcome on the program, Val. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Noreen. Thanks for having me. This afternoon, we are on uh, Facebook as well. So we'd love for our listeners to be viewers as well. Feel free to join us there. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. If you're an animal lover or if you know any animal lovers, then this interview is definitely uh, one for you. Uh, First of all, Val, tell us a little bit more about the work that you do at uh, HK Paul's Foundation. Okay. Uh, Well, we don't have any official employees, so I'm really one of the volunteers and I help out mostly on fundraising, social media, well, most of the things that we need to do really day to day, sometimes it's admin work, sometimes it's like even marketing or like graphics and yeah, so just yeah. everything. Correct. <laughs> yeah, so you're basically um, a volunteer driven uh, organization. Who are these volunteers typically? Um, pe- people like you and I who have regular jobs who, who just love animals. Correct, correct. Uh, we only have what well, our founder she is a retired um lady so she is dedicated full-time to the animals and the work we do but everyone else uh, i would say that the core group of us may be around 10 people we yeah. all have our um day jobs like day jobs desk job and yeah we we help out when we have some free time on hand yeah, yeah. So, so what does it entail to to be a volunteer because since you're a charity and also a, a non-profit mm-hmm. you're always on the lookout for volunteers to help out yeah we are we are uh well, we need people of different talents. Uh, first of all, I don't really know how to do graphics, so I'm like, <laughs> this is an appeal for our listeners. Yes, <laughs> trying so very hard. And then at my age, I really shouldn't be doing most of the work for social media. And I'm doing, you know, all the Facebook Live, all the IG Live. So we're looking for younger people who love animals to, to help us. Uh, most of uh, the volunteers, including myself, came to know about the foundation when we adopted from us from the foundation to begin with and then we got to know about the work we believe in the mission and we believe in like that we have the same goals basically right to protect the animals that's why we became regular volunteers for the foundation yeah yeah, yeah. how did your journey with uh, Hong Kong Paws begin you mentioned just now it was through uh, your own adoption tell, tell us a little bit more Correct. about your journey yeah so I adopted uh, my first cat uh, back in 2014 from Hong Kong Paws Foundation uh, even up to today, we're still a very small organization, right? We, we don't have like a shop front like some of the other charities do. So we, we are a very small scale independent charity. Um, and I came to know about it, I think on the Facebook page, uh, I saw one of the cats and that really caught my eyes. And I thought, oh, maybe I can consider adopting a cat. So Were so you always a cat lover before? Uh, I, I first thought I was a dog person. <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> and then I realized that I have a day job, right? I, I can't afford to walk the dog like yeah. every morning or some dogs need to be walked like a couple of times a, a day. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe cat is lower maintenance, yeah. but, 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 but it's not the case. Not, yeah. <laughs> My cats... Now I have multiple cats and they're so high maintenance, okay? And that's why I still can't quit my day job. <laughs> but they don't need to be walked. So if, correct, yeah, correct. And so, so if you've got the sort of space or if you've got a good environment uh, indoors, then cat, and if you like that companionship for our listeners, then cat is definitely a better choice than dogs. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. I, I just don't feel like I, I can ask people to do what I'm supposed to do, you know what yeah. I mean? Because if I adopted a dog, I really wanted to spend time with them and yeah. not just rely on 
want someone to do it for me. So um, yeah, so I got to know the foundation that way, and then I started chatting to the founder who is still running the foundation to this date. And um, yeah, we really got along. I think like because、uh, before I. Adopted the cat. I really researched into what I should do for them, like what sort of diet, what sort of you know house、um, safety、um, precautionary measures I have、oh, to take, etc. You're a great、et、cat, mummy, because、yeah. you did all the research beforehand rather、yeah. than sometimes. Because I'm just very curious, right? So I, I, I've done a lot of reading, and I found out. Oh, okay. So this person has done her homework,、yeah. and then so I successfully adopted my cat, and I got to know the foundation better, and I've just been working for them since yeah, since then, since 2014, really. That's great. Yeah.、Um, So,、oh, by the way, we are on Facebook. So, for our listeners,、uh, do join us there if you can. You can see Val,、uh, who's wearing a very cute cat mask <laughs> as, as well.、Um, so, so、uh, with the work that,、uh, apart from you and the volunteers, do at Hong Kong Paws Foundation, what's the work at Hong Kong Paws Foundation? There's you specialize in animal rescue and also pet adoption. Let's break it down a little bit. With animal rescue, talk us through the process. So, if somebody was to spot、um, a stray cat or cat, an abandoned Cat, can they contact Hong Kong Paws, and what will happen? Uh, yes, uh, so a lot of our rescue cases、uh, come from you know just people reaching out to us. We don't have a hotline.、Uh, the number that we、uh, put on our social media、uh, is really our foundation,、um, our founder's personal mobile phone. Personal mobile. Correct.、Wow. Correct. Yeah. So so she gets a lot of calls, a, a lot of messages on on like WhatsApp and、yeah. WeChat, etc.、Um, yeah. So so the work is really as you mentioned,、uh, twofold. Like the first is the rescue work. Uh, we call it the field work. Sometimes we have volunteers in in all areas of Hong Kong, right? And most of the stray dogs or stray cats that we rescue, I would say, are from new territories.、Mm. So our volunteers, when they have time, sometimes it's before work or after work or even weekends, they would go and look for animals who need help.、Wow. Yeah. So we have a couple of them who are like really experienced in going up on the mountains and trying to. Trap those animals. Like sometimes they could be, you know, dehydrated, malnutritioned, or injured. Right,、yeah. um, living in the wild, anything can happen. And、uh, some of them are new mummies, like、um, with、oh. with their litter、um, yeah. of cats or dogs. So we try to get to them、uh, before it's too late, and we would bring them to our temporary shelter. We would get them the medical need that they need, and then we will put the photos or、um, like videos on our social media accounts and try to get them either、um, like a foster family、uh, to take care of、uh, to take care of them. Uh, for the interim, or to get them formally adopted, yeah. yeah so, so that's that.、Uh, but the other part of the work,、uh, I,、uh, I'm sure some of the listeners might have heard is TNR,、uh, like trap, neuter, and release, right? Because、uh, we have to admit that sometimes the animals that we see in the mountains or on the streets are not suitable to be rehomed,、mm. um, and so we do work with SBCA. Um, we do send animals to SPCA for desexing, for neutering,、yeah. and then release them back to、um, their habitat. Yeah. yeah.、Oh, where do these animals come from? Are they sort <laughs> of stray animals, or, or were they pets before and sort of got released?、Uh, yeah.、Uh, who are these animals? Yeah, yeah, both really.、Uh, some of them were just born stray. Uh, you know, born in the mountains, and then the puppies or the kittens. 
became father and mothers on their own, and then they started, you know, just populating. Mm. Uh, so, so that's that. And uh, especially in the new territories, I think uh, a lot of dogs were kept as uh, guard dogs on the uh, construction sites. Yes, and car parks as well. Correct, 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 correct. Yeah. Or warehouses. Um, and when they're no longer required, their services are no longer required, sometimes they're just released onto the street. We, we, we get um, a lot of these uh, calls yeah, for help because, yeah. Yeah, Val, are, are those sort of animals suitable to be rehomed? Because if they are guard dogs, then they're supposed to be quite alert and I don't want to use the word fierce, but, mm. you know, they, they have to have that sort of energy to scare people off. Correct. Um, um, are they suitable to be rehomed or are they just sort of essentially wild dogs? Well, I, I can't say 100% of them yeah. would would, uh, would be suitable to be rehomed, but we try as hard as we can, as much as we can. So we would try to keep them in the temporary shelter for a period and then observe whether we're able to transform them. Like, of course... Uh, we need Some to put a lot like of time to be on their own. Correct, um, yeah. correct. Yeah, but but like a couple of years ago, we have a stray dog. She was adopted at the age of five. So for the first five years, a, a dog can live, I guess, like fifteen, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So for one third of her life, she was living as a stray, and then she had to scavenge for food, and then really fight off other dogs on the street. But when she finally was adopted, she just made the best best Aww. pet. Yeah, for the family, like with really good with the children, yeah. good with the elderly, good with other dogs when she goes on her walk. So sometimes we, we do have like successful cases like that. And it's just like, that's, yeah. That's so heartwarming to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, wow. that's the purpose why, yeah. why we do this. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the challenges, uh, you know, to, to run this charity? I mean, it sounds like uh, you, you'll need space to, re, uh, to to house some of these animals when, when you've got that period of rehoming and, and waiting for foster. Where do you get the space and what other challenges do you have? Yeah, a lot of people just think that... Uh, Oh, uh, there's a dog on the street. Or like, oh, I can't take care of my cat anymore. Let me just hand them over to the charities. Yeah. It's not like we have unlimited resources, right? Um, money doesn't fall from the sky. <laughs> Definitely not for us. Um, so funding is always the biggest struggle for us and for most of the charities uh, because we don't get any government subsidies at all. Uh, so we constantly have to ask or plea for donations. Uh, and then when we get to rehome the animals, we would plead to the, to, to, to the new parents and say, oh, would you like to contribute would you like to support our work um, like that so that's funding uh, lack of space is the other uh, we have a dog shelter uh, near Yunlong yeah. it's, it's like an hour away from here I guess and uh, right now we are already at our full capacity but the work has to continue right so it's a function of how quickly can the dogs get rehomed and how quickly we take new dogs in um it's a bit seasonal sometimes because when the dogs are in heat and yeah. then yeah so so it's a bit seasonal but at the same time there are some dogs who are not able to be rehomed but also due to you know like maybe long-term illnesses we can't release them back into the mountains so we have to, to keep, keep them. them yeah we we are no kill shelter so yeah. we see them through really um yeah so so space is very limited um the space that we want to keep the animals as well as the foster space such as right sometimes when we don't have space in our foster uh, in our facilities we would ask for foster families to help yeah. right so uh we're really hoping that more people would 
participate in the foster program. If you think you're in a station of your life that you can't commit yet, or, oh, maybe I'm going to leave Hong Kong in a couple of years, I think fostering is the best thing that one can do. Really. Yeah. yeah. Val, you mentioned an interesting point. Um, you have a no-kill policy. So Correct. explain that to, to our listeners. Yeah. Uh, so... <sighs> I, I don't want to name names, but uh, not not just in Hong Kong, right? I think globally, we have to admit that some charities would put down the animals when there's like absolutely no space or no resources, or they might think that, uh, well, we occasionally we do look at the quality of life for the animals, um, and we might have to make the painful decision to let them go, but this is really, really the last resort. We wouldn't just... Um, Think there's no space and Correct. then just yeah, yeah. rob them the, the 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 opportunity or the chance, right? Yeah, and it's often a, a, a difficult decision as well because sometimes you just really have to make the space for the animal. You know, you can't just say, okay, we've got no space and yeah. and k- k- kill off the the animal. Um, I want to talk about two more things. Yeah. Uh, we've got about ten more minutes. Um, let's talk about the process of fostering and and, and adoption. They're two very different uh, uh procedures. Perhaps let's talk about uh, fostering. Um, what is it? mean to foster an animal uh, how is it a long-term sort of uh, is a long-term commitment and uh, who yeah. are the sort of suitable candidates sure, for, for sure. this yeah uh, you know what since the pandemic uh, we actually have a lot more people asking us about fostering yeah because those people who really couldn't commit they still can't commit but they're not traveling. They're not right? traveling. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. everyone is stuck in town. Yeah, maybe I could help. Yeah. So so in the last year, we have had more people asking about fostering. Uh, usually, the process is such that either you have an uh, an animal that. Uh, in mind, right? Um, you you see some of the animals that we have on our social media accounts, like HK Pauls, or official uh, on Facebook and on Instagram, and then they reach out to us and say, if you need the space or if you need a pair of hands, like we could help for maybe three months or four months, oh, right? Wow, yeah. so, sometimes foster uh, interested foster parties might come to us and give us like a, a, a fixed a term. time frame, yeah, yeah, uh, and we would be able to I, I would say that yes that that's great uh, but the best thing for us is if you don't give us a deadline because sometimes we just don't know when the foster uh, animals will be able to get that's adopted true. right yeah. it's a function of a lot of things so there are many moving parts uh, but if someone comes in and then like we really really are out of space then we say okay three months yes and then we'll just start thinking like what's going to happen after the three months or sometimes it's not even three months sometimes mm-hmm. it's just two weeks right yeah so we, we will do that uh, but um, the foster and adoption uh, application flow through the same uh, um, so channel uh, correct yeah. yeah so you have to go to our website uh, Um to to fill out the questionnaire uh, we would ask just simple questions right how many people we have in the household and where are the animals going to sleep um, and uh, oh, you really find out a little bit more about the conditions yeah we yeah, have to we yeah. have to it's, it's just more more um, efficient that way right like rather than you just give us a number and then we call you and then we spend another half an hour chatting in the end like it, it doesn't help anyone mm. so we will ask for the basic background information family or space in the house and like uh, like for puppies for example we <laughs> when we get a little puppies right usually they're what like six weeks yeah. and then they need to be bottle fed constantly like every three hours or correct something. Yeah. correct and and so it's it's 
it's great that a lot of people want to help because when they see the puppies, oh, they're so cute and they just want to, you know, like hold them in their yeah. arms. But the but, reality is yeah. so much more work. And yes, then if you tell agree. me you have to be in the office from nine to six, that's just not going to work, right? Yeah. Uh, it's great if you have like someone at home all the time who can help. So, yeah, so, so we're constantly looking for different kinds of foster. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have sort of any stories, Val, that people are, are fostering turned adoption? You know, <laughs> so many. Yeah, they don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> To, to, so to, many. Yeah. <laughs> look, look I, I'm guilty as charged here because I, oh, really? I, I now have six cats. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah, after the first one, uh, the other five were supposed to be foster. But Amazing. sometimes, like, it's just yeah. too hard to say bye. Because you've invested your emotional feelings. You, there's an attachment. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. So, so we had, a, like, a puppy called Josie. Um, Josie and uh, Janet. Like, uh, the two most adorable um, uh, puppies uh, a couple of years ago, and then they went to different foster family, right? So the first one got adopted. I think Janet got adopted by the foster parents mm-hmm. first. And then the second one took a bit longer because the foster parents couldn't decide. And then one time we were having an homing, like a homing event at a cafe. So the foster mom dropped Josie off, and Josie wore a bandana around her neck that says, Adopt Me. Mm-hmm. And a couple of hours later, well, a lot of people show interest, right? And then a the mom just came running back and said, Josie, Josie, mommy is here. And I looked at her and said, oh, this is another foster fail. Oh, no. You just knew it. And then she immediately took off the bandana from, from Josie's neck. And then I told our other volunteer next to me, I said, yeah, she's going to keep Josie. Yeah, she's and, then, and then the volunteer was like, no, no, no. They said they can't decide. They might leave Hong Kong, you know, like in the next couple of years. So they don't want it. Done. I said, no, look at this. Yeah. There's no way. So, so like this is just like some of the greatest moments of our lives, really. Exactly. Yeah. And and you mentioned a good point just now that the fostering and the adoption actually goes through the same channel because the care and and, and the and the commitment is actually identical. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the the length of time initially, mm-hmm. but a lot of times these people who who, who foster end up uh, adopting yeah. the, the pets. So, so what sorts of qualities uh, would make a good um, sort of a f- a fur parent or you know <laughs> a, a good um, a pe- pet adopt? Duh. Yeah. Um, we always say that you should put the the animals or pets first, right? Uh, I always put my pets' needs before my own. Uh, it's not because they're alive. And, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So so you really have to think twice before you make that decision, right? Uh, you know, when you get married, they say in sickness and health, right? Uh, for poor or richer, it's exactly the same commitment that you have to make to the animal that you're adopting or if you're fostering and with a chance of adopting in the future. So you really have to think through it. Uh, it's, it's for the best interest for yourself and, and for the animals. Yeah, yeah. wise words. <laughs> uh, Val, remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about the work uh, that you do at uh, Hong Kong Paws Foundation? Have you got a website and, and social media as well? Yes, uh, so we are on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we are called uh, Paws underscore official. And we also have a website, www.hkpaws, that's uh, H-K-P-A-W-S dot O-R-G. Um, it both, like, I mean, all, all three of them contain the same information. But if you're looking to foster or, or adopt, uh, you have to go to our website and fill out a questionnaire from there. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed chatting with you no, this no, afternoon. Thank you, Thanks, thank you so much. Great.